Ken Levick alive, and it's going to be a, a late, late night for uh, for your boy. As I've talked about many times, I get very sleepy very early, so it's going to be a lot of coffee because it is big, big, big soccer match tonight. U.S. men's national team, Mexico, in Mexico City, and there's a lot on the line because we're going to know who's going to the World Cup in about five days' time, and uh, the U.S. obviously missing the last World Cup. Uh, there's some pressure against their bitter rivals, and uh, I need to bring in some experts and uh, one man who has a rooting interest in the other direction from me, uh, Julian Zaldivar and Ilias Bustamante, Comunidad, every day at noon on uh, 760 AM, Deporte 760. And uh, quite honestly, if you're going to listen to something at noon, their show is so much better than this one. But uh, Julian, proud Mexican. Yes, sir. Salt of the earth Mexican, Mexico City native. Uh, this is weird because the U.S. is desperate. Mexico is desperate. If World Cup qualifying ended tonight, both teams would be in the World Cup. But because there's three matches left to go in qualifying, there's still a lot to decide here. Uh, I know I feel miserable about the U.S. chances because they're injured and they haven't been playing well. And Greg Berhalter is just an absolute disaster as the the man in charge of U.S. soccer. But like Mexico's not in a much better situation right now. Correct. I mean, as a Mexican national team fan, Always a rivalry, Mexico-U.S. is as good as it gets. And to me, it's true. The U.S. players have are injured, most of them. And I know it's not the ideal starting squad, but I have a feeling that these young U.S. soccer players have a different mentality. And I know they've been working on really proving to the world that Mexico is no longer the king of CONCACAF. I know that Mexico is playing at home. Estadio Azteca is a difficult stadium to get in and try to get a win. But Mexico is internally struggling. It was leaked this morning that if Mexico loses against the U.S. at home, Gerardo Tata Martino, the coach, might be fired. Can you imagine two weeks away from <laughs> the end of World Cup qualifiers? So I think Mexico has all the pressure, and I think that could play in favor of Team U.S. I could see a draw, probably. Uh, I hope Mexico wins. So then uh, Ken gets to eat a quesadilla full of yeah. jalapenos. But if not... I couldn't be surprised if Christian Pulisic and the young U.S. players pull off a win. See, I, 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 I honestly think, and let's bring in a, 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 a an objective observer <laughs> here. Okay, he's a neutral faction. Um, uh, well, he likes you more than he likes me. So yes, I don't know how. So Ilias is an American citizen, but when it comes to when it comes to to talking soccer. I mean, this is as objective as it gets. A neutral observer, Ilias Bustamante. And by the way, if Mexico wins, I have to eat a quesadilla full of hot peppers. Um, like, just flat-out hot peppers. Nothing else but hot peppers, okay? And if if the U.S. wins tonight, the most American food I could think of for Julian was a <laughs> hot dog with cheeseburger on it topped with apple pie. That's what Julian is eating Sounds delicious, if, if the U.S. wins tonight. But... I mean, Ilias, Greg Burhalter and the lack of what he's done yeah. with the greatest generation of American soccer talent we've ever seen yeah. is embarrassing. And tonight, uh, you don't have Weston McKinney. He's no. injured. The midfield's already been a disappointment. When the midfield doesn't play well, the U.S. looks really, really vanilla and mediocre. And I just, I, as self-defeating as Julian is as a Mexican soccer fan, I think purely from a play standpoint, uh, they're better than the U.S. The, the Mex Mexico has no excuse losing tonight no in excuse. Mexico City. No excuse. 
No, you have. You guys have no excuse today. Berhalter, to be honest with you, even though I don't like him, I do like his swag. He has nice shoes. Oh, he does it good. He, he well, does nice that shoes will too. help the U.S. to Qatar. Sure, he has nice the shoes. shoes. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, honestly, like, guys, like, tonight's game is a uh, kill for both of you guys, for both teams. You have to go, you have to go, and you have the advantage, even though you, like, don't have the best team right now. Mm -hmm. Overall, you do have it, but tonight you don't. Azteca is not as important as it was before. You know what I mean? It's whoa, whoa, whoa. It's not like whoa, going whoa. to Toronto yeah, yeah. or going to exactly. Montreal. Canada, yeah. Canada's leading no, damn qualifying. No. But what I mean is like if you went to the Azteca five years ago, mm -hmm. you were like, That's oh my true. God, we're going to Mexico playing the Azteca and we're going to lose. That's, you know, like the result you were expecting. Today, Azteca is, eh. It's, it's lost that luster It's a another bit. stadium. It doesn't have any magic, let's say. It's not that heavy as before. The atmosphere is not like that magic, you know what I mean? Yeah. But when you are dealing, Elias, with young U.S. players, even though they proved this year they've been in Mexico, what, three times? Or a couple, two or three times this yeah. past year? I mean, at some point you have to think that the inexperience is going to play against them. And the, tonight could be the perfect scenario where they have to go to Estadio Azteca, the altitude of Mexico City, the rivalry, Mexico playing their best players. I think... Tonight, it's when maybe Team U.S., as young as it is, could face some difficulties. Yeah, well, they've, I mean, think about it, though. The U.S. has been miserable outside of the States in World Cup qualifying. In this entire cycle, they have two, two points that they've gained in the table. The entire World Cup qualifying. Yep. One of them coming after a, a convincing win over Costa Rica. And what do they do? They go to Jamaica, miserable Jamaica, and a draw. Like, they're just... They're bad, and I think they take on the personality of Greg Berhalter. He is so caught up in this thought that, oh, in CONCACAF, uh, when you go on the road, you just grind for whatever point you can get. You grind for a draw. No, I don't want that mindset with this team, with these young, impressionable it's players. It's the best generation ever of yeah, soccer yeah, players. Yeah, and Greg Berhalter is wasting it, so yeah. I know that Tata's in trouble. I understand yeah, that. If he loses tonight, Tata's losing his job, so I think the pressure is all But he's so much more an established squad. coach. Yeah. But still, if That's true. Berhalter loses tonight, it's... It, it, can it line? be in the discussion that, that no. he could be ousted? No. I don't disagree with that, at least, but does U.S. soccer, for lack of a better word, does U.S. soccer have the balls? To make yeah. a move like that, <laughs> Mex the Mexican Federation—they've uh, shown it. They would, but I don't which know if is the US not a does. good thing. I mean, firing a coach at this point of the World Cup qualifier could be a huge mistake. Whether you're U.S., Mexico, or whatever team that wants to go to Qatar, I mean, you have Mexico tonight, then you have Panama at home, Ugh. and then you close the qualifier at Costa, Costa Rica, Rica, where yeah. you never win. So this is what's troublesome. There's three matches wow. left. And right now, Canada is at the top of qualifying. They buy almost every. How did this happen? Well, How did Canada become good at soccer? They're competent, and they Canada plays the way the U.S. used to, which is be tough, be the best athletes on the field, and hit on the counter. Yep. Suddenly, the U.S. Uh, has started to try to become Germany, hold possession, yep. and uh, show off its <laughs> skilled players. That's not the U.S. identity. The U.S. identity is bully you. Stand up to you and then hit you when you're not expecting. And they've yep. gone away from that identity, and that's why they're no longer the massive pains that maybe they were to Mexico yeah. eight years ago. Exactly. And well, at the end, I always told you this: like your coach is in Europe right now. He's in the Premier League. It's Jesse March. Mm -hmm. That's your coach. He's a coach who has experience to, with young players. Berhalter is just like cruising around Concacaf, doing whatever. Buying yeah. expensive uh, uh, kicks. Expensive yeah. shoes. Yeah. Actually, no, <laughs> cool Nikes, Greg. Yeah, taking photos of the 
a fan. So you saw like yeah. he took a photo with a fan and he saw the camera. He's like, oh yeah. Look, yeah. oh, he's they, a celebrity. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't need him to to be friendly friendly no. with the fans. I need him to go beat the hell out of Mexico. Need, I need him to pull off a result in Mexico City. Yeah, you need your coach to be as to show that focus, you know, to be like we have to beat this team. And that goes that message goes to your players. If yeah. you are taking photos and just looking at your shoes, players are going to be like, well, this guy's not here. Yeah, but let's, let's be fair. How are we going to the World Cup if we qualify? Let's right. be fair to Berhalter. The last three times he faced Mexico this year, he won the qualifier. He won the cha the final for the CONCACAF Champions League. I mean, he won the Gold Cup. Like His record against Tata and Mexico has been as good as it gets. I think if the U.S. can pull a draw tonight, it would feel like a win. If the U.S. pulls a draw tonight, then I'll fully believe they're going to the World Cup. If Mexico pulls a draw tonight, on the other end, like I still think that's great for them. That's the yes. thing. A draw, it's gotten to the point where for Mexico, at home against the U.S., which is, is trying as this cycle yeah. has been, a draw for either team tonight is a success. It's, it's not a win. The end of the and world. if a team is able to pull a three-point result, a win tonight, then they're in. The World Cup. Now, let's look at this. Uh, so, Canada is at the top. There are many, many different ways in which they can get into the World Cup tonight. If they beat Costa Rica tonight, they they're should. in. They're, they're in. in. Yeah. They play them in San Jose. But Costa Rica, this is their do or die. Yeah. They're gonna, it's going to be all hands on deck for the Tico. So, it's a final for them. Yeah. Uh, you've got Canada at the top, U.S. and Mexico, and then Panama. Now, the way the World Cup qualifying works, for those not familiar with CONCACAF, top three are automatically into Qatar, and then the fourth place finisher is in a one-match, or in a home-and-home -home playoff. Yeah against the winner from the Australia-New Zealand Which will region. be New Zealand, probably. Yeah, which and, and Usually it's that, New Zealand. the CONCACAF team should win. Yeah. Right? I and mean, they there's no excuse that. if they Mexico don't win Mexico last World Cup soccer was in that playoff, and they won, like, it, it yeah. aggregate 8-1, to one, yeah. okay? Yeah. So, uh, but but the team that you think, Ilias, is, is, is in the biggest danger of missing the World Cup, is it the U.S. or Mexico? If one of those teams were to miss the World Cup, who would you pick? What's your gut? U.S. and Mexico. I'll say U.S. USA. Is I agree. Cool means the World Cup. Because yeah. if you see the matches you have, Mexico has, it's USA, then you have Honduras, which is the last one, in the whole table. Then you have El Salvador, which is also down in the table. Which is eliminated. And then you have Guatemala. That is, uh, well, Guatemala is a friendly game, my bad. You have Honduras and El Salvador. You have one game away, one game home. Yeah. Both of them easy games. Yep. Easy games. They USA, should be. Yeah, USA yep. plays. Meanwhile, Mexico, Mexico yeah. and yeah. then they host Panama in Orlando. That's going to be a heavy Panamanian Panama's crowd. Panama's looking for a World They're Cup They're going to come out. Panama, yeah. which will be playing Watch for out a World for Cup Panama. spot. Exactly. That's their do or die. And then they go to Costa Rica, the Americans do, and they never win yeah. in Costa Rica. Extremely difficult to go to Costa Rica, the, the, San Jose, and, and get points. It's the, really difficult. U.S. and Mexico have the same amount of points, 21 right now. Second yep. and third, the U.S. and Mexico in, uh, in the table. Three points in the next three matches. Does that get the job done to go to Qatar, or does it have to be four? I think it has to be three for both teams as long as Panama loses one match. Because, okay. again, Panama is really behind Mexico in the fourth place. I do think, though, that both Mexico and U.S. will find a way to maybe win a game, draw another, and I, should, I think they should be fine. At the end, going to the World Cup is the goal. It doesn't matter if you're first, second, third, or even the fourth spot. As long as you make it to Qatar, then it's a different yeah. story. It's, yeah, it, it, you know, honestly, it's it's a success, especially yeah. after I can't take style points anymore after seeing the U.S. miss the World yeah, Cup yeah, sure. in yeah. in Russia. For sure. You know, I, I'm just get in, yeah. just get in. But 
I can't lie. I feel underwhelmed yeah. by what the U.S. Yeah, are compared exactly. to what they should be. I was going to say that because even though you go to the World Cup and you feel like, yes, we did it. We're here. That's, we're fine. It's the way you qualify to the World Cup. You qualify fourth. Let's say USA classify, uh, qualifies in the fourth spot, right? I wouldn't be happy. About yeah. It. I would be like, okay, yeah, we're in the World Cup. But it's the fourth spot. And we could right. have done a lot more. But you still have six months to work on something sure. that might be... Yeah, even better a manager change. I mean, yeah. that's not... If especially that's on Mexico's yeah. end. That's not yeah. of the realm. And it, yeah. is not, it is not unprecedented for a team to make the World Cup and then say... Yeah. You're gone. Yeah. Out of here. If you're a Feinberg halter, it has to be after next week when hopefully the U.S. is already qualified to the World Cup. Then you can think about bringing someone else. It's going to be exciting tonight. It's going to be a late night game, but uh. I feel like it's really difficult to predict who's going to win. I want Mexico to win it, but I wouldn't be surprised again if U.S. pulls the upset. This is, uh, I can't remember the last time there has been a matchup between the U.S. and Mexico in World Cup qualifying that has held this much weight, this much feeling of survival yep. between the two teams. It's always been upstart, spunky USA trying to do the impossible and win in Mexico City. But now you have both teams with a little bit of doom attached to them. It's not dire yet. It doesn't feel like they're going to miss the World Cup, but they're one massive misstep away from yep. missing the World Blame Cup. Canada. Yeah, can, yeah, absolutely. Like South Park, blame Canada. Blame absolutely. Canada. But they're they're far and away the most competent soccer federation right yeah. now in North America, which makes me want to blast my face into the wall. All right. So, uh, and again, Julian Zaldivar, Elias Bustamante, noon, Comunidad, uh, on Deportes 760 every day, 760 a.m. Uh, catch them at noon, especially for you Spanish speakers. Now, uh, I want to make sure we're clear about this. Me, I'm wearing my American soccer kit right now. A little bit old school, last World Cup qualifying cycle, but Burhalter hasn't earned my money, so I haven't gotten the new kit yet. <laughs> um, so if, if the, the uh, it, Mexicans win tonight, I will eat a quesadilla full of nothing but hot peppers. Hot peppers. Full of nothing but hot peppers with authentic hot sauce on top. Authentic Mexican jalapeno chiles. And, and yeah. authentic Mexican hot sauce on top as yes, well. Sir. Okay? If, if the United States wins, their first ever win in any meaningful match outside of a friendly in Mexico City. This will be the first time yeah. ever, yeah. ever, Julian is going to eat a hot dog covered in cheeseburger, covered in uh, apple pie. 10,000 calories, yeah. probably. Yeah, that 10,000 calories, the American way. We're fat, <laughs> and that's the most American meal that you can have. Hot dog, hamburger, apple pie, all together yeah. as one. I might die afterwards, <laughs> but I'll do it. <laughs> well, you might die if the U.S. wins uh, tonight anyway. True, so true. You might not even have to go to that spot. That's uh, true. Julian, Good luck to you, friend. Uh, well, uh, a, a gentleman's handshake, U.S. and Mexico. Julian, proud Mexican. Me, proud soccer American. We'll see. And uh, if it's 2-0 uh, Mexico at halftime, I'm just going to sleep, just so you know. Yeah. So don't bother texting me after halftime. Oh, no worries. I'll be texting you all night long. <laughs> uh, Elias, good stuff. Thank you for thank being you. the arbiter of this entire conversation. Oh, thank you, man. Enjoy it. Comunidad, noon uh, on the fourth day, 760. Julian's out of our Elias Bustamante. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.